Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Missing the Point, everybody. I'm DK Sizzle, and we're doing the power rankings again. We're recording it on a Wednesday again. And last week, we were lamenting about how nobody wanted to be on the show. This week, everybody wants to be on the fucking show. We're super popular. We're the prettiest girl at the prom, or at least the one who gives it up the easiest. Welcome into the Power Rankings show here on Missing the Point. I have with me Real BK Bob Kelly. As per usual, the man who makes the Power Rankings, for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, uh, in sickness and in health. Um, he actually was sick last year, last week, and he still made them. So uh, that's nice. Or two weeks ago, maybe. Glad you're feeling better. I have uh, Hollywood Ray Buchanan, who uh, you guys don't know this, but I've actually spent the last hour with him already um, doing a basketball show. But we're switching gears, and this is the movie Magic. So we're talking about football this week, and that's really all that matters now, Ray. Uh, so just try to switch over, okay? Try to fucking keep up, dude. Jeez. And we also have Broadway Joe Malkin uh, here all the way from the East Coast, where we're relatively near where we uh, talk about teams. So that's helpful. It's nice to have at least uh, one person like really, you know, embedded in the middle of Massachusetts, not necessarily big city boys like the rest of us. So we're here. We have all sides. We have all perspectives. And what I want to do before we jump right in to the power rankings, Bobby and I had a little chat before we started. And I think it's time to start doing some cross offs. It's time to call dead on arrival time of death. On a few seasons this uh, this calendar this NFL year, so I, it might shock you my first cross off, and I'll let whoever wants to jump in jump in. But I think it's time to declare the Super Bowl champion LA Rams uh, dead. They've won three games and they don't look great. Is anyone gonna advocate for the LA Rams? Nope. Oh. Listen, the cup just went down. They literally have no running game. And Matthew Stafford has looked like an absolute shell of himself. I guarantee you, McVay regrets coming, but he should have taken that at media deal, bro. What is he doing? I feel like Matt Stafford looked like what I thought he was going to look like, but he did have a hell of a year last year. Can't take that away from him. He just took a year. Just took a year. Yeah. But I mean, he won a Super Bowl that year, so I can't, you know, but he, all he was doing is throwing a fucking Cooper Cup. I don't know what he does now. I don't know what that team does. That division. Like Arizona could potentially still win games. San Francisco, five and four. Seattle, better than we thought. Probably fucking up our prediction show stuff, but is anyone going to try and talk me out of the LA Rams? <laughs> can they win this division? Because I don't think they no. can. No, they're, yeah, they're definitely not going to win the division. I mean, they'll win a few more games, I think, just on, you know, just uh, maybe because of circumstance. But yeah, no, they are not 
a good team right now. And a classic example of just going all in. And they, ironically, because they're in the same city as them, they had basically been the LA Dodgers of, uh, you know, the NFL. So just trying to get all, you know, the great players they can on the team. And they had business with Baldwin lost. And, you know, so oh, that's essentially what's going on there. And, you know, shout out to Lestine for saying fuck them picks. I totally agree. Uh, but in the same breath, uh, due to them going all in, they literally have not had had a chance to uh, put together a roster that could still withstand any injury. So when you lose Cup, and obviously, like I said, lack of a running game, like Bobby mentioned, it was a doom for disaster. And that's uh, that's essentially what happened. So, yeah, there shouldn't be anyone talking to you out of it outside of L.A. Uh, where you're currently at. Even, no one, right, no one likes the Rams there anyways. Yeah, but he, I he, mean, he, no, over there, they like whoever's winning here in Los Angeles, let's be honest. Gotcha, I, okay. uh, it's that okay. kind of town. But listen, uh, unless they're transplants like myself, and then, you know, you like who you like. But listen, I think we're crossing them off. And since the power ranking show, we usually just talk about who the 10 best teams are. I think it might be a while since, until we talk about the other Rams again. Mm-hmm. I think it might be quite a while. Because uh, like you said, they didn't really set themselves up for a rebuild. They got the ring, though, and you got to be happy with that. Another cross-off, if anybody wants to disagree with me, I know that Joe and, and Bobby were hot on these guys at the start of the season, but I would probably call time of death on the New Orleans Saints. What do you guys think? No. No, right. I, I don't. I, I think uh, I think Tom Brady is a shell of himself right now, and until proven otherwise, I think the division is open. Uh, I think the Falcons are better than we thought they were. The Panthers. It's an, it's an interesting time to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We will get to them a little bit later, but it's an interesting time considering they look like they're on the upswing. They do look like they're on the upswing. And now that divorce um, is finalized, he's driving his car pretty fast. That's all I'm yeah, saying. That's what they say anyway. I think the Panthers are dead in the water, but I think the Saints have an opportunity. They still have a good team. Uh, they're still dynamic. Uh, I won't talk you into either one of their quarterbacks. Uh, I won't even talk you into their head coach, but I don't think they're dead yet. Never a good sign when you're saying either one of their quarterbacks. All right, we had an objection, <laughs> so we will not cross the Saints off just yet. I'm not going to cross Carolina off just yet because, honestly, looking at that division, like that it's whole still division, sort of any, can't it's be still sort off. of anybody's yeah. game, and like you could then cross the line off. So let's leave the South alone. Let's leave the NFC South alone for now. I would like to cross the Saints off just because I did tell you guys that they're going to be bad, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the NFC East can get crossed off. Yeah, no. I, I think that the Washington uh, Commanders, I think that just by merit of their performance that this week, they stay in and they're at 500. So you can go anywhere from 500. You can go anywhere from five and five. I'm not saying they're going to be good. The last place team in the NFC East would be in first in two divisions. Yeah. So, so fair enough. We're not crossing them off. Now, this is going to, this is going to hurt me, but yeah, I will be the one, you. this, I will be the one objection to this. So it doesn't matter. They're not getting crossed off. You can't cross the Bears off with how Justin Fields has been playing. Just can't do it. I mean, we've lost so many one-score games. You, we've lost games because of the referees. Justin Fields is the number one quarterback in fantasy football right now. He's playing out, absolutely fucking out of his mind. Is anyone going to try and cross the Bears off? That'd be crazy. I almost I put mean, Justin Fields on mall, the top they 10 should by be, They'll be in this, though. They'll be in I mean, they've lost, they've lost three in a row. They got smoked by the Cowboys. One-score games against the Dolphins and the Lions. That Lions game, yeah, but the two teams, the two teams above them, the two teams above them are three and six. They're three and seven. The Lions are three and six, and the Packers are four and six. So I I think the Packers are going to implode. So I think the Bears could very well have they not already imploded? (laughs) This is not already. I I don't think you can say they've imploded at four and six. I mean, I think if they drop the next few games, then yeah, we can have that conversation about the Packers. Uh, but I mean, no, I won't gotta, cross you the Bears off. The Aaron Rodgers standard, though, don't you? Like everybody always be fucking at this point is blowing Aaron Rodgers at any given fucking opportunity. I don't know if he, 
I don't know if he has a standard, so I don't know if I want to call it an Aaron Rodgers standard. All right, um, we're not crossing anybody off from the NFC North. That's good. That's a relief. All right, kay. so so far we've only crossed off the LA Rams. It's the only cross off so far. So that's good. The NFC sort of survived. I don't think we can cross off the Patriots uh, as much as the, a lot of. Really I just want you to know, game. Dave. You mentioned the Patriots first. It took seven minutes and twenty eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a first for you. So <laughs> really glad it happened. Yep. Uh, so I don't think we can cross them off yet. I think uh, no, they're as technically much, as in much the playoffs. As, yeah, they're now. you know they have a winning record. They have teams above them. They're all really good. So they could still potentially come in last, but we're not crossing them off yet. Ooh, are we crossing the Steelers off? They don't look great. Yes. Steelers yes. are cross off. Steelers yeah, are cross off. I, I think the Ravens are going to be flying, and I think the Bengals are going to be much better when Jamar Chase comes back in a week. Yeah, you can cross the Steelers off. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to. Sorry, babe. Uh, Cleveland, we got to wait for Deshaun, Deshaun to come back. Like, as much as he's a piece of shit, we got to wait for that, right? Before we. we I don't think so. Of- Official, pretty. We're gonna cross. Yeah, them. We're gonna I, cross I, off two nah, teams. You can't. You North. can't. You can't cross them off yet, just because of what the rest of the AFC looks like. Like right now, the Pats are the last playoff team. The Chargers are right there, and none of those guys have looked amazing yeah. so far yeah. this year. Right? I just. I don't see that. I don't see the Steelers like actually making a run. But there is sort of that X factor for the Browns at least that you can wait for. So I don't think we should cross them off yet. I think the Steelers are more dynamic than the Browns. I think the Steelers have more upside and a higher ceiling. All right, we don't have to cross the Steelers off if you don't want to. I don't know. I'm kind of talking myself out of it because I'm thinking of the way Pickens and Pickett Pickett have been playing. Kenny Pickett. Uh, He doesn't look great. He hasn't looked great, but he's he's, he's super young. You're right. The Steelers have been saved. They've been saved. Good job, Joe. Uh, Damn it, Joe. Uncrossed. Uncrossed Uh, the rounds off. We're not even having a conversation about crossing off the Houston Texans because they're crossed off. They've been crossed off. They're already out. Yeah, they're already out. I love Lubby. Don't get me wrong, but they're gone. Uh, Jacksonville, anyone? No. They've looked okay in their losses. Another team that's looked okay in their losses. We're we're not totally out on the QB yet. Let's just, let's give it a beat. Uh, That division is still a little bit bit up for grabs. And then... I'm sorry, but the the Las Vegas somebody talked me out of crossing them. They're 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 crossed out, bro. They're double crossed out. They're listen. Oh. So I said this. No, on, Josh Rodgers will be here Friday night. I, I said this on the chat the day. Last <laughs> he won't year, be though because because Mark Davis gave him a vote of confidence yesterday. He's staying. That's always oh, a good sign. Oh, yeah, it's, it's always a good sign. Uh, <laughs> D- Derek Carr last year <laughs> had his wide receiver <laughs> kill someone, go to jail. Had his coach be a racist, had another guy point a gun at someone, all this turmoil, and led that team to the goddamn playoffs. This year, he has Josh McDaniels as a coach for nine years and ends up crying at the podium. Yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that off. was embarrassing. I don't know if I'm going to really, like, do a huge like charity. It's still fire. real to me, damn it. Um, yeah, don't do that. Don't cry at school. Come on. Go home. Cry in your car. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be an adult. Cry in your car. That can help. Crying to a pillow. There's nothing. There's nothing fucking sacred anymore. All right. I think that's all the crossouts. Unless somebody wants to put a boy oh in, uh, in raise Russell Wilson dreams once and for Can all. I give one? Oh, Can hey, no. One? Hey, wait. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Give yeah, me wait. Wait. Let me give one more. One more. I think I have to cross off. Uh, you guys can disagree with me if you want. The guy I've said in this beginning of the season, the goddamn Arizona Cardinals, no, are one of the worst coached and worst executing teams I've ever seen in my guy. I'm, 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 I'm with that. Bobby, I, I'm they're giving you the same argument. They're not going to the playoffs. That team is not going to the They're only one. They're one win back yeah. from, from San Francisco. You can't I, cross them off yet. 
Yeah, I give you the by same your own, argument by you your give own about standard, the Chargers. Bobby, by your own standard, you can't cross them off yet. It's just, yeah, I'm sure you'll be proved right, but you just got to wait a couple more weeks. Ray, just one the, run. Cliff Kingsbury is the worst fucking coach I've ever seen. Yeah, besides, yeah. besides, besides, are, are, no, are we I, crossing off the Broncos or what are we doing? Oh, for sure. And I owe you an apology. You know, for those that <laughs> listen to the show, like I thought that he was that Russell Wilson was going to be uh something good to come to the franchise. <laughs> Bro, I forgot about that. <laughs> and, and uh, you yeah, know, like, they they was like, yeah, like I don't fucking know. Like, I just think he's gonna be that good. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was right. And so, yeah, you know, Russ. He just you know, gave me the ick, you know, just gave me the ick. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I totally get it. I mean, when you're getting outplayed by fucking Geno Smith, like it's it's, 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 it's a tough scene. Or is that just um, credit to Pete Carroll, which we'll get to? Yeah, but tough, tough scene, tough scene for, for Russell Wilson. Their their season is case closed. It's over. I'd be good uh, if, if everyone, yeah. if the group is good to cancel, to cross off the Denver Broncos, I'd be good because honestly, the other two teams in their division are the Chargers and the Chiefs. And I just don't see either Denver or Las Vegas catching them up. That would be the only division where we, we cross off two teams. Uh, Chargers and two. Char- yeah. Chargers could well, be. All, all Chargers five and four, cross. though. You know, they, they ain't going to win. I, I, I would make an argument. Reason. I would make an argument, Bobby, though. Nathaniel Hackett is a worse coach than Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Yeah, it's close. It's close. It's close there. The Broncos are. The best defense statistically in the entire league. However, they are scoring. This is I've never seen. That's this how bad Russell Wilson. They, they, <laughs> they are scoring a meager fourteen point five points per game. Have you ever seen a team average only fourteen points a game? I'm not not with Russell I've Wilson never seen quarterback. It. Remember, remember the end of that um, Tebow uh, the Tebow Broncos. I feel like they weren't doing. They weren't putting up a ton of points. Yeah, but they kept winning. And this team ain't winning. Sure. Sure. And that's why Jeff Saturday was named head coach over John Fox of the yeah. Indianapolis Colts. I, I, I cross I off the Broncos. I don't mind not hiring John Fox. That guy fucking sucks. That's I, what I'm talking about. I would, yes, I would hire him. You agree. Him, to be honest with you. But, uh, well, I that's feel like the worst any offense former, I've ever seen. I feel like any former Chicago Bears coach, you're, you're just avoid. No, nah, I love Lovey Smith. Fair. I mean, he's, he's woefully, okay, besides woefully underrated. But he's, woefully but, underrated. He, but he's crossed off, so. Well, he's not crossed off. He the fucking the the literal worst. The Texans possi- are crossed off. Hold on a second. The worst possible situation in the history of football that he walked into. Do you do not fucking besmirch Lovey Smith's name All for right. taking a bullet All for the right. city bad. of fucking Houston? My bad. Please. My bad. <laughs> there was not a man alive that could have turned that fucking team around. He's regardless. also jacked and has a magnificent beard. That He's beard awesome. is fantastic. It's I fantastic. I love that guy. I'll always love that guy. That so, little gray strip. I, I love it. He also just looks calm. He always looks calm. Like he always say half the time he looks like he doesn't even know that he's at co- coaching a football game, but he's like, those, those wheels are turning. He's like, how did I get here? Oh, uh, I guess I'll fucking coach some, coach some games. Dan, he also, he built the best fucking defense I've ever seen. So I love the man, but wow. All right. We crossed off two teams in one, uh, in one little, in one little foursome. That's crazy. All right. Let's get on to the power rankings. Those cross offs are brutal. I feel like we were relatively nice about it though. You know, it could have been worse. There, there could have been, there could have been some Chicago bears getting crossed off action where I, uh, I would have had to just set myself on fire. So, although you Wait, know, a, a good draft pick goes can, along. Can I make a Can I make a pitch about the Bears? I feel Seems like, like the, you're gonna anyway. So you, I am. So you, you, I feel like you you almost want the Bears to be crossed off, but at the same time, you can't. We can't at this point because I would put Justin Fields in the goddamn top ten by himself. So yeah. it's like this is literally the best case scenario for you because yeah, yeah you're like oh we have hope we have hope. You don't want hope, bro. You don't because no, you want a draft pick at this point. Right. Just Justin Fields. Well, looking good it, and losing so. isn't such a bad thing. I agree with you. It's still not. It still doesn't feel great. 
So I, I agree. My logical brain says it, but I don't know. So we're moving on to the power rankings at number 10 uh, with with all the love in the world. The New York Giants still still clinging on to the power rankings and their and their coaching staff, which I think we're all very high on, still doing quite well to keep them in the mix. I think we're a very long way away from a, from a fucking New York Giants cross off. I think we well, we might have thought we were crossing them off by now at the start of the season. Also. There might be a little bit of a chink in the in the Eagles armor. So somebody make me a pitch of the Giants winning this division. <laughs> I, it could, I, it I, could I, happen. I'll give it to you. I mean, I, I think they can. I, I think it's a, a possibility. I mean, they're only one game behind the Eagles. Uh, we saw Commander's defense pretty much handle the Eagles offense. I thought that was one of the best coach games Ron Rivera has had, uh, has coached in a very long time. And looking... Excuse me. Looking at the Giants, their their offense is not nearly as dynamic as the Eagles. It's a much more game management offense. Uh, I think that defense is sneaky underrated. I, I think I think the Giants could steal one away from the Eagles and take that division. Absolutely. You know, I, I it's because the the reason they have it's not much of a chance. It's not, but it's because the two teams that are surrounding them uh, are so different from who the Giants are. You know, and you have the Cowboys and the Eagles sandwiching these two teams. And, and the Eagles, we saw last night, can make mistakes. Hurts, when he's down, makes mistakes. You know what I mean? They, they get away from their game plan. They do this and that. The Cowboys, for God's sakes, can they make some goddamn mistakes, okay? Can can they fuck up a game real fast? You know what I haven't seen the Giants do so far this year? Is fuck up a game. It, it is, is lose a game that that they should have won, that they played good and that they that they did all the right things. They haven't done it so far this year. So that's that's the avenue is you see the, the Giants following the same script mm-hmm. and the Eagles and Cowboys kind of veer and do their Eagles and Cowboys shit and all of a sudden the Giants are fucking twelve Ray, and five. Ray, be the Ray, be the voice of reason here. There's no fucking way that the Giants are gonna be no, it's not gonna happen. Well, they're, they're not, that's not the route. That's the route. They'll, they'll they'll make the playoffs, obviously, but I, I do yeah. I do think that you know, game one set the tone for them this season. Mm-hmm. When when they went for when they went for two, when everyone was saying go for the field goal, I mean go for the extra point, like that Brian Dables has said locker room, I believe in what we did in training camp. I believe in this roster, whether we're young or not. This is a new day. We're we're gonna we're gonna figure this shit out. And that's exactly what has happened. I think that's propelled them all to the season. So it, that that matters. So that's why he's a coach of the year candidate, obviously. So yeah, I I th- I don't think they win a division because I think once again when you're missing Jordan Davis, the 14th overall pick, that's a big fucking omission on the defense. That dude is that dude opens up everything else for Robert Quinn. He, he opens up things for for that for that team. So when you don't have him on the field, that changes things. Regardless of what people were saying, I know that everyone was waiting for for Philly to lose, you know, for what you know, and I and I get that, but no, what's the the Giants are definitely. I'm, they're not going to win the division, but they, they definitely will be in the playoff picture come week 17. And, and you know, yeah, they're, 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 it's, it's, it's a heck of a thing, heck of a thing that Brian Dibble is doing up there in his Rutherford. So I'm sure there's more to come. 26 is the best team. I still think they're the best team or the, or the worst team of the three. Like they're, they're worse Without than, a doubt. The, they're yeah. worse than the Giants. I mean, on paper, Cowboys. sure. On paper, they have, they have the best Which running. Is crazy back for a, crazy for set for a seven and two team. I mean, that's hey, says something about that. Division. Don't don't you don't you shame Tony Pollard's name. I'm not, name I'm like not that. poking the mayor. Um, I'm telling you, I, 26 is healthy. I mean, Saquon no, Barkley, right. he's, he's a, a quarterback in that division yeah. for sure. Um, 
Oh, for sure. That's that's, it, that's not. Yeah. Is this the is this the most surprising? I think think back the most surprising start to a season that you, maybe we've ever seen, or or at least in the last twenty years. I want to say at least in the last twenty. Can you can you remember someone twenty seventeen starting Jaguars. out this hot? No, Jaguars. Yeah, the twenty seventeen Jaguars was more of a surprise. I, I agree with Ray. I mean, that's the first. That's the first. That's the first one that comes to mind. Because this team I mean, wasn't. I mean, I mean even, even last year, Bobby, the the Bengals came out of nowhere. No one saw that coming. Yeah, but would you would you have put money on the the Giants even having more than six wins this no. season? No, I didn't think they were going more one more than four. No, and they're seven and two. Seven and right. two. Yeah. Once again, game one changed everything. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, yeah. All right, moving on. So we're going to talk about the uh, number nine Titans and how they're still kind of a really weird team with a winning record. I don't, I don't, if, if we're in the, in the starting to get into the phase of the season where we're talking about real contenders to go deep in the playoffs, I don't think that the Titans are that. I don't think that they have the kind of passing game that you need to really compete even in the early rounds of the playoffs against the teams they're going to come up against. But if somebody wants to talk me out of it and explain to me, maybe it's a variable thing or maybe it's a it's a fucking we have an unbelievable running back and Derrick Henry thing. The miles are going to start to add up on him. And I could honestly see them finishing under 500 this year. Uh, it, like I, I it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So as far as contenders go, as far as our, I wouldn't even say contenders, as far as teams with winning records go, they might be the worst one. And if somebody wants to talk me out of that, that's fine. But I just I don't know. I don't know if they're worth talking about that much. Just so. Saying. The only thing with with Vrabel is I feel like Vrabel is the prime suspect for like you're you're having a bad day. We might have a bad day, but guess what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to whoop your ass and we're going to beat you anyways. He he just he takes teams that literally he competed with. I mean, I guess it's less impressive now at this point. Oh, no, it was the Chiefs. Anyway, more impressive now. He competed with Chiefs with goddamn Malik Willis. A quarterback. I get us the regular season. I get that the playoffs are a different animal. But the one thing I could see the Titans doing is surprising someone in that first round. You know that 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 first who who would be like the five uh, four or five. They, they might play the like right the Bengals. Now. Say, yeah. right. I could see it. I could see. I'm just saying. But like, like, if you're the Bengals, they're not going to the Super Bowl. But it, but, but like, say, say we accelerate, say we accelerate right now. We take right now, and nothing crazy has happened. We accelerate to the end. And if you're the Bengals and you're like looking at who you might seed against in the in the in the playoffs, like when you when you get in, you're you want the Titans of of all the of all the division winning teams. Like you you don't want the Dolphins, you don't want the Chiefs, you don't want the Ravens, you want the fucking Titans. Like, That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. 100%. So I just I I just think like with uh, for the drunkest NFL start to a season ever. I and I get that we're at least being molded the perfect booby team for the, for the first round of the playoffs like Mike Vrabel could make a career going out in the first round of the fucking playoffs at this point you know like he's I'm not saying he's a bad coach at all by, by the way above, but I, above average but I think that the Titans are in a, a similar situation maybe not as winning uh as the Vikings where it's like well we know what's gonna happen when the fucking rubber hits the road right like your guy's not the guy so unless all of a sudden the NFL changes and your running back can be so good that you win a Super Bowl I I just don't see it. I'm just not that excited about it. I think the biggest thing with Vrabel is he's an above average head coach, but they don't have the roster to compete right now. And they're, they're going to make the playoffs because that, that division is, is wretched, but they also haven't beaten anybody and they probably have the worst strength of schedule 
down the stretch. I mean, they lost to the That's Giants. That's what I'm saying. They, the they could literally finish under 500 potentially and still win that division. They lost to the Giants and the Bills. They've beaten the Raiders, the Colts, the Commanders, the Colts, the Texans. Uh, they lost to the Chiefs, and then they beat the Broncos. <clears throat> the remainder of their schedule is the Packers, which is probably a win because the Packers are in shambles. Uh, the Bengals, which is probably a loss. The Eagles, which is probably a loss. The Jaguars win. Chargers lost. Texans win. Cowboys lost. Jaguars win. So, I mean, they're they're going to be a, a they 10 could also to 11 win the team. Eventually. They could lose. The they Packers could. Too, so that's like. But they could be a 10 to 11 win team and they could be the worst 10 to 11 win team in the league. Yeah. They were the worst. Well, they were the worst one seed we'd ever seen last year. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So. So looking at the teams that almost made it, is there anyone? So this seems to be the team because we all kind of agree the Giants belong in the top 10. The start they've had the, the brand of football they played, they belong in the top 10. The Titans seem to be the team that that could have been left out here, right? I would honestly have. The would team. you put the Pats, would, Bengals, Seahawks, or Chargers over them? I would so, put the Bucks over them, to be honest with you. I would put the Seahawks possibly over the Titans and move the Giants to nine. I mean, I think your your power rankings are fine the way they are because of how these teams are built. I wouldn't no, put the Patriots that. in there. I, I would absolutely put the Patriots in there, and I think Ray w- Ray would agree with me. Uh, yeah. The yeah. I, I would go with the Seahawks and then the Bengals and then the Bucks. I, Dave's right. The Bucks are probably on an upswing, uh, yeah. but right now the Bucks almost made this list. The Bucks were were very uh, close to being on this no, list. No, but listen, very by, close. In, in in two weeks they'll be on your list. I'll say we'll get yeah. into. That. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I made this call probably. a couple weeks ago on probably. the power ranking show. Bobby didn't believe me. I was he was like, "What do you think? Like Tom's going to turn the season around?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I think this list is going to look a lot more normal and, by the time we get to like, week just a, right." Just a quick aside on that: the man is second in yards. I don't think still. it was. I don't think it was a surprising. Like, what do you think, Tom? Is no, right? No, I'm right. not. You were like, no, you were, you were 100. Like, I don't know. Like, none of the your whole point was like none of the fucking teams we thought we were gonna win. I was like, I think this is gonna sort itself out though. Like, I think Tom Brady yeah, probably should like sign up the word change papers and figure it out. You know? 20, 2,800 yards, twelve touchdowns, two picks. And, and, he, and he's going to be on that I'm um, better without you vibe because she already got someone new. So right, he's, sure, he's, he's sure, and, 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 exactly. And he, he, it's about to be a watch this tour starring Thomas Brady. The rest Thomas of the year, you said what? He didn't look like he slowed down to me. To be honest with you, like I, well, I, I mean, no, this some this was some games that he slowed out for sure. But the run, the run is coming. I, I'm I'm telling you that right now. You can book it. The run is definitely coming. He's about to catch fire. The only thing I would switch because that's, that's what we talking about. I don't, don't want to get carried away with we're talking about Tom, but I would just switch nine to ten. I would I would put the, the Giants at nine and then have Tennessee at ten. Once again, they they, they it, I know they beat Denver, but yeah, I like, could oh, agree with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's the only thing I would do. Like none of those teams, the other the other three teams were outside of the top ten for a reason. You know, once again, Tampa Bay just beat Seattle. Like they they just beat them. So I just think to me. Those, those, those are the outside. I will also say it takes a lot longer to get to Munich from Seattle than it does from Tampa Bay. Sure. <laughs> it was I, a little bit of a tougher, tougher road sure. game. For- sure. I mean, um, I, all I, right. If anything, the biggest gripe is how to, the field they played on. Yeah. I mean, they're probably not really equipped for the National Football League there in Germany. Uh, but all right, whatever. We're trying to go international. We got to move on to the 49ers here. Yeah, I think, what was the stat you were telling me earlier, Bobby? Jimmy Garoppolo is the only QB what now? Yeah, so Jimmy Garoppolo in games where he has not thrown a touchdown pass is 10-2. Yeah, and, like, and, <laughs> and that is that is the most Jimmy Garoppolo boy. stat 
in today he considers work. himself and, the luckiest and games, man in games where <laughs> he plays like absolute dog shit his team wins hey not and, throwing and don't a touchdown doesn't mean he's playing like dog I, shit. I know i know he's but managing that, the know. game and now he's got cmc and he doesn't need to throw a touchdown pass i did just notice and it just clicked in my head that you put that. the 49ers eight and the seahawks are outside the top 10 and the seahawks are a game a half a game better and leading that division. Power power rankings, not power standards. I, uh, you're right. We you, we've um, always preached that. I just I, I just looked at. It. I think the I th- I agree with you. I think the 49ers are a better team. And you look at you look at what they added. So the, uh, I said this last week. CMC being added to Jimmy G is a, a porno for Jimmy G's style of quarterback. You I'd know what I mean? It. Like it, it it couldn't be better for the per, the fit between Jimmy G and CMC. I mean, I guess it could be better if Jimmy G could, you know, throw the ball. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say Jimmy G could like, turn into like, literally any other quarterback <laughs> that might help. <laughs> but no, I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just believe in this team, man. With Shanahan, the longevity that he's had there, the mm-hmm. the the way that he uses, you know, his running backs, the defense, defensive line. There, there's just so many things to like there. Yeah, you know, they haven't played up to their potential. They only scored 22 this week. They almost got taken off. Because of that win, but I, I can't ignore CMC, Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell, Kittle, you know, Debo. You, you can't ignore it. All. Well, I mean, I think if you stripped away the records right now and laid them all out on paper, every team in the NFC West out on paper, I think the one I want on both sides of the ball is the 49ers. Like one hundred percent. As much as as much as like you know, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, sure. I, I hope he stays healthy. I hope CMC stays healthy. But you're just naming this cast of characters. It's a fucking absolute plethora of weapons. They don't always play up to their potential, but like I do think Shanahan's a good coach, and I do think that the Seahawks six and four is gettable. It's a little bit of a soft like division leader record. I think the 49ers win this division. To be honest with you, I think I they too. win it, and I and I think they're probably going to win it convincingly. I think they're going to win it by like two and a half games plus. To be honest, hey, and just remember, guys, when Jimmy G plays a full season, he goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then overthrow so someone. does both. All right, well. I think Gino's coming back there. That's the last thing I'll say about the West. Yeah, Gino, yeah, of Gino, course, Gino, of course, it's, it's inevitable that he's coming back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I also think you're you're right about the Cardinals. Like, they're so flawed. I think there's a lot of talent. I think Kyler Murray's talented. I think D-Hop's obviously fucking unbelievable, but it, they're so flawed. Like, the, that's the how you know that, is so bad. That's how you know there's an issue. When D-Hop's walking off the field, looking at Kyler going, Bro, what are you seeing? What do you do? Yeah, Listen, yeah, when yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is looking at you, asking you what you're seeing, like it's time. Oh, he's 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 five and one. It's he time. Can't he's not. It doesn't much. matter. Ky- <laughs> Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a mess. He's he's not. He he's doesn't. Not you, can't like blame, you can't blame Kyler Murray for this. Come on. He doesn't I mean, take coaching well. He do, he doesn't receive the coaching well. well we heard you're about saying there's great coaching that's just not take going good in right. Coaching well. <laughs> like what the fuck? If you don't if you don't do the work, he's in the NFL. We're not talking about a college kid, a high school kid. Going out and slinging it on Friday nights. We're talking about an NFL quarterback. We're talking about a <clears> young NFL gonna... quarterback who's being coached poorly. I mean, it's, well, it, it's not or, or is he putting the time in? We don't know. I think it's both. I said this. I think it's both. I honestly do. I think. Listen, I think Kyler is Kyler, and I don't think you're ever going to change who he is. It, it, it's it's very documented the correlation between Call of Duty and his play. You know what I mean? Like that's that's an actual proven statistic, and that's not a real. NFL leading quarterback that you want. Also, Cliff Kingsbury has never had a winning record at any level of coaching he's ever coached at. So like this, 
This this isn't like a yeah, but I mean, uh, like when you have it, like you just said it all right there, though. Like when you have a kid who like might not have his priorities straight, like part of your job as a head coach is to come in and get his fucking priorities straight and get the best out of him. So like just because you might put why he's not performing well lower on a list of prestige for you, like oh, I'd rather he played shitty because he was like sad about the war or I don't know whatever. Yeah, so he plays too much fucking Call of Duty. He needs a good fucking head coach to come in and be like, stop fucking playing Call of Duty. We're going to get the best out of you. You can't blame him for that shit. Like, he's still young. He's a kid, for Christ's sake. He's probably nasty at Call of Duty. Yes, you can. Yeah, I mean, you can blame him. Really good at Call of Duty. No, no, no. But that's the thing. is like, you can absolutely blame it. You can't. You can, but it's stupid and wrong. It's not his father. They're employees. The dude's getting paid millions of dollars. So you're saying, so you're saying, if a guy owned a company, right? A guy owns a company. He's never had a successful company ever. He's literally never had a successful company his entire life. You're going to walk in and be like, I don't know, man. That assistant manager over there, I think he's the fucking problem. Like. Yeah, well, he's the but, one hammering money. But who's to say they're not? But who's to say they're not both the problem? But you can't say that because Cliff you Kingsbury... can point to a long and storied history of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury fucking sucking. Kyler yeah, Murray plays well when he's put in good environments. Like I'm talking, I'm like, look at the resumes, but, man. Sure, but but what you're gonna write what, off Kyler Murray? You're gonna write him off now? Just say it on the air. Put it on the put it on audio, Bobby. Call of Duty, write off fucking Kyler Murray. You don't think that a good head coach can come in and get fucking a ton out of Kyler Murray? You haven't seen him sure. play well. I do. Like, that's crazy. Sure, but he guys. also should be self motivated to get off his ass and go go put in the actual work. No man, it's a little get off my lawn. If you ask me, I think. But I think Cliff Kingsbury is demotivating. If if I'm being oh, honest, right. I, I feel right. I think that's where it is at this point. Where 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 Kyler looks at Cliff. You saw it in that Thursday night game. He looks at Cliff. Goes this motherfucker. This motherfucker doesn't know shit. He doesn't know right. that. And, right. and and I I just feel like Kyler's like done. He's done with Kingsbury, man. And I agree. Kyler does have. I watched a high Aaron Rodgers do this shit with head coaches, and it's never fucking Aaron Rodgers' fault. So I don't understand why we're doing this. Because Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback. He's won one Super Bowl. He's like he, he's won two MVPs. Kyler, but he's also bitched and Kyler's way out of situations multiple game. times, and you don't keep that same energy with him. You don't. So they, it's like because Kyler Murray is not. He's not an elite quarterback. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm pretty sure he's elite on talent. I'm I haven't sure seen it. Yeah, well, you should watch him play more. He's fucking sick. <laughs> well, I'm not on the West Coast. I'm listen, no, he, 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 I'm pretty sure satellites broadcast everywhere. It's accessible. He <laughs> is. <laughs> listen, Ky- Kyler's, Kyler's sick, but at the same time, he does the stupidest shit I've ever seen a quarterback do at times. It's, it's really, he needs a good coach. Listen, either you both, it's the most obvious, like this kid needs a good coach but, situation I've sure. ever seen. But Agreed. until he has that good but, coach and shows that he's elite. I'm going to have different energy so with Aaron Rodgers, who's coach, won an MVP until- and won a Super Bowl, and not have that energy with with the little munchkin in in Arizona, who hasn't shown that he's elite. He has not shown that he's, he's elite. elite. And he's maybe really that's the coaching. He's You're really not short. Dave. Great. Good. Dave, I had this energy <laughs> with I had this energy with Tannehill. Tannehill went to Tennessee and completely changed his game, completely rejuvenated his career. So yeah, absolutely. Kyler needs a better coach. But until he gets that, which he doesn't have right now, he's yeah. Not- but I, I just think I just think to level to level this criticism of like you're a, like you you take a young quarterback who's clearly being wasted in a system nobody could win in under a coach that nobody has won with, and you're putting all the blame on him when it's like he's never like you can't criticize a guy that's never wasted an opportunity. Like it's not as if he's pissing away this great fucking system that he's been put put into. He's clearly just in a shitty fucking situation, and he's still winning games from them for for them for t- from time to time because he's like literally sick. 
So like, and like, I'm so mad at this dude for wasting the talent that he has on the field. And I think it's, it's just boggling my mind that you guys are like, ah, this young kid acting like a young kid. He sucks. Fuck him. Put this like grown ass man who's like just also it's... getting paid a shitload of money, whose job it is to put give the kid a, the ability to succeed. Look, if you get the ability to succeed and you fucking piss it away, that's fine. But like, clip fucking Kingsbury, man. Give me a break. Great, but like, we haven't seen it. So you're right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We have seen this. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that point. Yeah, I but, don't disagree with you on Kingsbury. I do disagree with you on Kyler. That doesn't mean Kyler has really shit body language at most of the it's time. Awful. But, I, yeah, but but I get it, guys. But like, you, it's you know, a product of your environment. So I, th- I just think we're all, I think both sides lose. And it until we I just see think Kyler it, it would be a wild thing to. to the Cardinals to, aren't even on this list. Yeah, they're not. yeah. But I mean, it's an interesting conversation. Regardless, I, I just think it'd be a wild <laughs> thing to be on record writing off fucking Kyler Murray because he plays too much Call of Duty. Like at this point no, in his career, nobody's writing him off. But you can't. It kind of seems like Yar. It sort of seems like Yar. It, it, it seems like Aaron Rodgers didn't walk in and have that energy with with Mike McCarthy the moment he took over the starting job. Aaron Rodgers has been May. fucking terrible with like every coach he's ever had. He no, I understand. I, I understand. Right. That's his energy. But he, but he wasn't that way immediately when he got the starting job. Kyler Murray's been that way since he came in. Yeah, but you gotta like just put a put someone in a situation to go motivate him. Like he's talented. Like, there's a dereliction of duty going on here. Kyler Murray goes out and plays fucking quarterback every week. That's what he's supposed to do. Like, it, 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 it's all fucking dumb speculation if, where, where it's like, oh, he played too much Call of Duty. Oh, we put this thing in his, like, contract to watch more tape. Like, it's fucking stupid. Quite frankly, if I'm being honest, I think the reason why he's getting this fucking criticism leveled at this specific criticism leveled at him in the national media, because it's not just you guys. It's because of the style of quarterback that he is. He's young. He's black. He's fast. I just think, like, if he looked like an All-American and played like an All-American, he would be getting a lot more fucking leash. That's all I'm saying. And I think there's an obvious fucking person whose fault this is, and it's, like, the grown fucking adult who's supposed to be, like, forming a fucking real game plan that someone could win it. That's all I'm saying. Because, like, I think Aaron Rodgers got more leash on it because he looks like Aaron Rodgers. That's uh, like, Kyler yeah. Murray was an All-American. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, but I mean, in, as far as like looking like an all American, if you know what I mean, you got to pick up right between the lines there, Joe. Oh, because he's not tall and white. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's not tall and white. You think that doesn't affect people's perceptions of things? What the I fuck? Mean, <laughs> what well, we, you, what did you just get? You did just call knew. us national media. I just want to say that you compared us to national media. And I, I really I said it wasn't just you guys, but quite frankly, yeah, it might be informing your perception on the kid. It might just saying might be something to look at. Not mine. Uh, I mean, that's, I don't think anyone would admit to it. too much on the Cardinals. That's too much on the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to admit to it, but I just think it does. It does inform perceptions a little bit. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of, speaking of uh, awesome black quarterbacks, we're on to fucking Lamar Jackson. Whoa, he's doing great. Uh, but people are fucking quick to blame him for the losses that were definitely not his fault at the start of this season. So how's everybody feeling about the Baltimore Ravens? They're outstanding. I'm feeling really good about them. I genuinely think... I'm going to declare them my dark horse team. I, I think that they have the best chance of winning a Super Bowl of the non-traditional teams that we're talking about. The Eagles, the Chargers, or the Chargers, Jesus Christ, if only. The Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Bills. I think they might be a little bit of a sleeper. Anybody want to talk me out of the Ravens? Are they inherently flawed? Because like Lamar Jackson's a beast. I'll talk you into them, but I think calling them a dark horse is a really weird turn of phrase with what we just talked about. 
Uh, the Ravens are a very well, good made it football weird team. For sure. They have the best <laughs> kicker of all time. They have a top three tight end if he can get healthy and get on the field. They have a top 10 quarterback in the league. I truly I love believe. This show. I truly believe uh, that he is a top 10 quarterback in the league. I think Harbaugh might be a little bit over the hill. I'm not totally positive yet. He does coach like an old coach. Guy. He coaches like he an old coaches guy. Like sure. an old guy. <laughs> uh, and they have a very good defense. Uh, Patrick Queen is absolutely incredible. I, I just think they have a, a really good football team. I think they're underperforming. He's a beast. Yeah, I think they're underperforming, and I think they're going to hit their stride. Kind of like you think with the Bucks. I think these guys are going to hit their stride coming up here pretty quick. Well, yeah, definitely I, win that division, right? Anyone? Disagree? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they'll win that division. I, I f- yeah, the the upcoming schedule. So that that you're 100 percent right there about to hit their stride because their next six games are the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Falcons. So the Ravens are literally going to win every single one of those games. They should at least. Should, They're going to be favored. Bobby. They're going to be favored in each of those games. But listen, Lamar is the most dynamic player outside of, of Justin Fields the last few weeks in the NFL. And there's no doubt about that. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know if that style of play can advance into the playoffs, but I can tell you one thing. If there's one guy I have faith in taking that style of play to the Super Bowl, is goddamn Lamar Jackson. Because he doesn't just do it with the legs. He does it with his arm. He does it. With, I think his with, arm looks great this year. With, with was, every I think he's figured out a lot of the stuff that people were criticizing him for. And I think if you're really laying that same energy on him this season, I think you're just being a fucking hater. And Ray, you were one of the first to say this at the start of the season. So you, as much as you had to admit that Russ wasn't, didn't do as good as you thought, you should get a victory lap on Lamar this year because he's throwing the ball like he said he was going to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's long overdue. I mean, obviously, it's, it's shades of the MVP season uh, that he had back in 2019. Uh, he's a special, special talent. And, you know, he's special on the ground. He's, he's now special on, you know, the air. So, I mean, on the air, in the air, I should say, excuse me. So, yeah, they, they've, they've, you know, they're playing some good way with football, run, run the ball well. Obviously, now they have more of a passing game. I think they gave Mark Andrews back this week, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, that just adds another dynamic to the offense as Joe alluded to. So, but he did yeah. good even with the, the injuries. Like, I feel like Lamar made, Likely. like, he stepped Likely up. Likely looked good, man. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. But I mean, I mean, and, and who's is, is the security blanket? He's the guy. He's, he's the modern day Todd Heap for them. You know, that's the name drop for those who don't remember Todd Heap back Everybody in the remembers Todd Heap. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would hope so, it's you know. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just think that, that he has he has a different dimension to that offense. So, who is the other Baltimore tight end? It was Dennis, 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 Dennis Pitta. Dennis oh, Pitta. yeah, yeah, Dennis Pitta. Yeah, yeah, that's why they end up winning with him now. Yeah, it's so much that Suggs was like, oh, Pitta for president. So, yeah, he, he was a fan favorite down there. But yeah, so yeah, I, I think like I said, I, I do think they are a sleeper team to win the Super Bowl and go and, and, and at the least, uh, you know, go far in the AFC uh, playoff picture. I, I think one underrated thing about this team right now is Roquan Smith, as you know him yeah. very well, DK. That addition to that defense was just, it, it, it was next level. You saw in that first game how much better yeah. that D looked. So. Uh, yeah. he, he's he needs, such a he big needed somebody to go make plays and he needs someone to go make plays at the right time. And I think he always was that guy and he'll mm-hmm. continue to be that guy. I mean, you know, I made the point to you last week, Bobby, that like, if you go from Chicago to Baltimore, like you're not, you're not leaving like a very different, uh, defensive DNA culture setup, yeah. um, and yeah. culture to, to, to go to this place. And I think they're thrilled to have him. I think he's perfect there. And honestly, I'm, I'm happy for him. 
And I just really like watching them play. I really like watching the Ravens. I think they're my favorite team in the AFC to watch play this year, other than probably the Chiefs. But that's a boring answer. But they are so fun to watch still. So yeah, I mean, I like the I like the Ravens. I like to see a team in the NFC North in the Super Bowl at least again this uh, th- this next coming Super Bowl. But I guess we'll see. I'm glad I'm glad we're all in agreement on Lamar Jackson though, and nobody's going like, "No, he sucks." Because like at this point, he just fucking factually doesn't. So like, I'm glad we're there. We don't have to skip um, Bayless. Yeah, right. Just to just die on any hill forever. Bobby, tough fucking loss against the goddamn Packers of all fucking teams, man. You should have hosed them. What happened? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. A few, actually, a few different things happened. A, we can't stop the run. That, that's been the crux of our great defense the last two years. Is like certain. Well, you teams, have guys that should be able to make plays on the run, though. So it's confusing. yeah. It's it's. I don't. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's the aggressiveness of, of the that Dan Quinn style where, you know, we, we get so caught up going one way that that zone run scheme just gets us going the complete wrong way. We're fucked. I don't know what happened. And that loss stunk. I got to say, that was a stinky I was really loss. Surprised. That was a stinky. So we were up 28 to 14. And the the Christian Watson over the top on, on Anthony Brown it was just inexcusable. And then <laughs> after... Uh, yeah, he's fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Anthony Brown is awful. He's like, he's off. I've I've been calling for Anthony Brown's head for like two years now. Um, But then, but then, so then Mm. the offense got lazy and CD ran bad routes. People can blame Dak all they want. It wasn't Dak's fault. CD ran a bad route. Schultz ran a bad route. And that's why there was that terrible interception. As soon as it was 28 to 21 and the Packers got the ball back, I knew what the fuck was about to happen. I'm not stupid. I've seen this script so many times. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers love is, is, is eight and two against the Dallas Cowboys. And we had this guy on the ropes and, and we had a chance to prove that this was a different year, that this was a different squad, that this isn't the team that's going to make those mistakes when it comes down to it. And they did. They did the same shit that they did last year. It hasn't come down to it yet. Let's, no, no, let's, no, no. I, I know. I know. But like, that's a big game and that's a big loss right there. And, and for them to choke like that, and for the ending, right, with McCarthy not kicking that field goal, I get it. I know the 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 whatever the fuck you analytics, all that shit. All right. You you literally just proved exactly what everyone was saying about you. Well, your only flaw to the rest of the country. And that's the game management of this team. And that's the fact the 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 when the momentum for the Dallas Cowboys takes two steps back, they can never fix it and take five steps forward. Ever, ever, ever. And it just seems like anytime it's two steps back, it's six steps back, eight steps back, ten steps back. And all of a sudden we're sitting here and I'm watching Mason Crosby kick another goddamn game winner. Comes down it comes down to Jack a little bit for me though, to be honest with you. Like I think it should be on him a little bit to to pull him out of the fire when when he's in those situations. I think he's got the I think he's got the running game to do it, you know, to take a little pressure off him throughout the throughout the game and Threw a really inconveniently timed interception in that game, and he loves like the word to throw an interception at the worst possible time. Like we we did agree at the start of the season that this is like Dax do or die year, and I, I'm just still not convinced. Ray, what do you think? By it being Dax do or die year, I mean, is it his fault? Am I am I jumping to blame? To I mean, blame I Dak think Prescott, or is it just the, the Cowboys being the Cowboys? It's it's a little bit of both. Honestly, I think that, you know, you know, they, they, they do this to themselves on a consistent basis, unfortunately. And once again, it's not personal to you, Bobby. This is about my family that's down there in Dallas. <laughs> I, I love it. 
I I love Thanks, bro. <laughs> like I I just love to say it because my dad talks shit about it to me. My older brother down there talks shit about it to me. My uncles is down there, and it's like, hey, hey, guys, it's okay. They they the young it's the youngest guy of the clan. It's it's here it's here it's here for more support. But oh oh fucking well, this it's twenty five years of counting. You know, I had two good legs the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, and and. Now, now I don't, and they're still not going to win it. But I just had to say that. But to answer your question, game, uh, <laughs> I do, I do, I do think that it is a mix of both. Like I said, between just how the Cowboys are, and then like I said, hey, when you're paying Dak the money you're paying him, you know, at some point now, this is what this is year six, year seven for him. Like you have to be able to get your team in position to win that game. And once again, you're up twenty four. No, 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 not twenty eight fourteen. You're up twenty eight fourteen. So, yep. Telling me that that at that you can't uh, get another field goal to be a, a four she that changes everything in that moment. Now forget about getting into the overs. I'm saying like just even before that, like finding a way just to even get down the field. You know, he he has a command of the office by now to run something different if he he, he needed to. So yeah, I, I do think some blame needs to be on him. But also, yeah, Mike McCarthy, you once again you have shown who you are time and time again, and and to great. You know, to quote the great Maya, Maya Angelou, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. So that's just what it is. He, he's 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 not he's not he's not the guy that should be leading any NFL team. Twenty ten, long, 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 long time ago. Can I can I just tell you why I really don't think that this is Dak's fault? And regardless of what you say, I'm going to. So it's hard to win under Mike McCarthy. I mean, right? The 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 a Mike McCarthy, a, yes, and b the the. The rest of the coaching staff, besides Dan Quinn, I don't know what the hell is going on. Was the Cowboys were averaging? I think it was over six yards a carry against the Packers mm. on Sunday, and Dak Prescott threw the ball forty six times and threw two interceptions in the fourth quarter. What the hell are you putting your quarterback in a position to throw two interceptions in the fourth quarter for when you're you averaging over Jerry, six you know? yards a carry with a fourteen point lead? You think that's there, from Jerry, though? I, no, I think no. That's comes, Kellen Moore. This comes from Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore gotcha, gets pass okay. happy when it comes to Dak. He loves to I mean, he, he loves to he, show he, that he, he has a dynamic offense, <laughs> bro. Hello. He, he 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 just if Cooper Rush was in this game, and this is nothing against Cooper Rush versus Dak Prescott, the ability level, anything like that. If Cooper Rush was quarterbacking this team, and we were up twenty-eight to fourteen in the fourth quarter, I guarantee you he would not have forty-six pass attempts by the time this goddamn game ended. He no. wouldn't. He and, wouldn't have had two interceptions either, and they would. Right, it, it's I, just, I, I see what you're getting at. It, it's just it, it. Well, call the game like it should be called, not not for you know. Oh, I I think we can make this. A, no, if if the game situation calls for a goddamn handoff to Tony Pollard so we can run eight nine yards, give him the goddamn ball. It, especially in a situation where it's just the 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 the. The plays that get called make no sense for the situation that the game that, that the game was. And it just blows my mind sometimes. It sounds I, like I, you I don't get over it. It sounds like you're not defending Dak, but blaming Kellen Moore. And I couldn't agree more with you. Watching that team, they they have two of the now. I I think Dak and Zeke, based on the contracts compared to ability, I do. I personally do think they're overrated. I do think they're yeah, but very I mean, Zeke definitely. I, I I do think they're very good at what they do, but when you Zeke's have Zeke, 
when you have right when you have Zeke Elliott and and uh, and Pollard in your backfield, I mean you you got to be using that backfield. You have to be using that backfield. Dak is a very good quarterback, but you're right. I, I mean, it doesn't matter if your quarterback is Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Joe Montana. You run the football in that situation. Can I ask you something else too? Is like uh, on on a third and four situation, like in overtime. What is the rest of the NFL throwing into their scheme? Right, the fact that their quarterback can run the ball and that makes their offense so much more successful. Dak Prescott is not a slow guy. Dak Prescott can move, but yet they don't even attempt any kind of RPO or anything like that. With them. There's just so many different wrinkles that this team could have that they don't. The, con- the confidence I have in third and less than five in the Bears right now because of how Justin Fields... 100%. Like, I'm yeah. so sure that they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 100%. so sure because it's just like, just put it in his hands and he'll make it work. Like RPO, like you said, or he'll just like just design run or whatever. It's tough to be a Cowboys fan. It's it's still but tough to be a Cowboys fan. At the same time, we're still a top six team. Yeah, one hundred percent. We are. Hey, listen, Bobby, division, you're you're in it until you're not, right? Yeah. Joe, was that hurt? That, are the Dolphins are the Dolphins going to win the AFC East? I I think they could. I think they could. I I really 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 like their head coach. I I think this guy is something else. The way he talks to his players, the way he handles the media, the way he calls a game, he lets his coaches do what they need to do. He has a stacked roster, which I I have my opinions on the the owner. I think we all do have our opinions on Steven Ross. Uh, but the general manager and the head coach down there, Mike McDaniel, uh, they're they're doing an incredible job. And with that talent and the way Tua looks down there, yeah, I, I think they can be. I still think the Bills are a wagon, but... Look a little I th- flawed, though. I, they, they look flawed. They definitely look flawed. You know what's nice though, and we'll get to the Bills. But what's nice is to see Devin Singletary actually running the football. I and bet actually, that is nice for you because I traded him to you like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that too. <laughs> but actually producing uh, on the football field is nice to see. Uh, yeah, I think the Dolphins are the real deal. I think their defense uh, is is ridiculous. I think their offense is. I don't know if they have the equation to go and win the Super Bowl this year, uh, but they're definitely working towards that as long as they don't screw it up in typical Dolphins fashion at some point down the road. Bobby, feels like a different uh, Dolphins franchise over there, huh? Sure does. I completely agree with Joe that Mike McDaniel is maybe the coolest and, and funniest head coach I've ever seen in the NFL. The dork that whole, too, though. That whole, that whole stop it thing was so goddamn funny, man, with, with Fields. And he was like, yeah, and it was really irritating because, like, he didn't stop. And I just thought, like, as a young guy, he'd want to take the coaching from from an elite NFL head coach. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't believe that he didn't stop. It's hilarious. It really does feel like he's one of us, though, doesn't it? Like, he was talking to one of his coaches, and he was like, bro, 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 bro. Yeah, I mean, it is, it. It is sort of the it. era. Just fix it, it is, bro. It is sort of the era of seeing, like, our generation start to get into the upper echelons of things. Uh, um, in your mid to late 30s, then in your 40s. We're going to start to see. I mean, we might control Congress soon if, like, one of those ninety-seven-year-olds croaks. Uh, yeah. So that's one. something. But uh, just one, just one. But yes, this is a different squad, man. I mean, Waddle and Tyreek Hill are the fastest wide receivers I've literally ever seen on the field together. Tyreek Hill's on pace to break the all-time receiving record over Calvin Johnson, uh, and Tua somehow is a top three MVP candidate. Because that's what the 2022 NFL season is. That's just where we are. Well, they, they, they have in the East. Sorry, go go ahead, Ray. Are the Dolphins oh. were in the East, Ray? 
Uh, I I don't I don't think they will. I still think Buffalo has has a chance to make that happen, or not has a chance, but I think they will make it happen once those guys, everyone's healthy, uh, mainly Josh Allen. You know, Bobby, forgive me again, but the the Dolphins are the Cowboys of the AFC. What 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 can go wrong? Has gone, and on, honestly, fuck them. Like I said, I, I I you guys know my stance. Uh, we, we've done we've done we've done we've done shows on it. Uh, DK, I'm not wishing anything. And once again, and it's because I like Mike Bidini, so I, I think he's been great. And he's, I just, I just hate what happened to the previous coach. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm still in between, and I'm, I'm not moving off that stance until he gets another head coaching job. So that's just where I'm at. But yes, on on paper, yeah, they are uh, phenomenal. For those that's listening, that's what keeping the same energy looks like. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just, to me, I just once again, they're they're supremely talented. I, I think they're gonna do. They, they, they may win a playoff game, but. Once again, even between me living down there, I, I know we know the history of Miami as well. You know, I, I what what can go wrong with them will go wrong at some point, and whether it's at the end of this regular season, whether it's in the in the wild card game or whatever, or depending on how they do it in the division, they'll be going home early. Oof. That's, That's why I saved the best for last on that one. I knew Ray would fucking light up the Dolphins. I love it. All right, so here's what we usually do uh, with the kind of top four teams. It's changed now. Last week, the, the fourth team it, that, you know, isn't typically in this running was the Cowboys. That run was short fucking lived. Uh, but we do have two. Like two weeks. It was like two weeks. It was one. So we had uh, we, we have two <laughs> NFC teams in the top four. And we have two AFC teams. So I'm going to go around. And I just this is I, I find the best way uh, to find how much faith you really have in each of these teams. Mm. And I'm going to say, Joe, I'll start with you. The Bills and the Chiefs play each other right now in the AFC Championship game. Who are you sitting in the Super Bowl? Kansas City Chiefs. I agree wholeheartedly. Can Bobby? We still have, sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Mom. Yeah, we'll do um, the, we'll do the, we'll do the elaboration, but I, yeah, we'll, we'll collect the data first. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Chiefs. Ray? Chiefs. All right. So, I mean, Joe, go ahead. You're, you're, I was about to start elaborating. Is it, is it essentially because the Bills have, have dropped off or are the Chiefs still just the Chiefs and we were all trying to make it not the case? I think the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I think the Bills are the little brother right now that want to be the Chiefs. You said it the other day, Dave. I don't know how you could say the Bills would lose or the Bills would beat the Chiefs right now uh, in, in a one-off playoff game. Uh, and and I at first I was like, well, I could tell you, but then I, I stopped and thought about it, and it was like, you know what, that that Bills team does have some holes. I think I listen. And Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL right now. I plain and simple, he's the best coach in the NFL. He has uh, without Tyree Kill, he has kept up the same energy with that team. He's got the best tight end in the game. He's got probably the best quarterback in the game. He. He's got some some pretty good young running backs in the backfield. I know Juju went out with a with a head injury this weekend, but he's even looked good, and I didn't think he would out there. So, uh, and they got Harrison Butker, probably the second best kicker in the league. So all all the way around, I I, I like this Chiefs team and and what they've done. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I uh, stayed on side with these fuckers because you can't. I mean, the thing what happens with with teams like the Chiefs is they're so good for so long, people get bored. And then you want another team to be better. You want the Eagles to be the number one overall team in the NFL. But you know in your heart of hearts, Bob, that uh, <laughs> the, Chiefs, the Chiefs are still the team to beat. And and it just goes to show because they're the team where now officially well, you've gone back and forth. Other people have gone back and forth on who <laughs> they're going to send out of those two teams from the AFC to the Super Bowl when we do this little game. But now we're in unanimous decision uh, mode because... 
the Bills got figured out by the Vikings, who are on the other side of this twosome in the NFL and I in the NFC. And I think uh, let's go around real quick and do them before we start to elaborate. So, Ray, you have the Eagles and you have the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Who are you send in the Super Bowl? Who are you putting your hard-earned money on? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Finally, someone believes in the Eagles once you put the Vikings in. Bob, Philly or Minnesota? Who's going? What, t- what time is the game? <laughs> it's, a, it's the championship, <laughs> bro. It's the only game on. That is, that is a legitimate question. What time? So Eagle. I'm going. Yeah. Eagle. So finally, somebody believes in the Eagles. That's two. I'm sending the Eagles also. Joe, you sending the Eagles out of those two? Minnesota. Whoa. Me. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, so we'll start with Joe then. Explain to me why Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings are, uh, I guess, explain to me how Kirk Cousins wins his game in prime time. I, I'm, bu- I'm buying in on Kirk Cousins right now. And Dave- right. someone tell his wife to get him away from the mortgage because <laughs> that's, that's too much. It, hey, listen, you've mentioned it many times that I, I put a lot into coaching. I don't think Kevin O'Connell or Nick Sirianni, either one of them, are very good coaches, but I've seen more resiliency and adversity on the Viking side of things where the Eagles have kind of been cruising, but the Vikings have been able to figure out some of that adversity and been able to... to Kirk Cousins, say what you want about him. Mediocre quarterback. He's also found ways to get it done. The offense has been very good. I mean, they have Justin Jefferson. Fucking better be, dude. Do you see that? Do you see the weapons they have? Jesus. Kirk Cousins should be breaking touchdown records right now. So AJ Osborne, they have, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook in the backfield. It's a good, it's a good football team. And that defensive front seven against the Eagles could be very good because the Eagles run game besides uh, uh, Hertz isn't great. I mean, Miles Sanders isn't all that good. Boston Scott is a a third string running back. I I don't know. I'm just, I could, I could see the Vikings going in, you know, at at this point in time, the Eagles would host that game. I could see the Vikings going into, to Lincoln financial and beating the Eagles off. So uh, I hearing you talk, I feel like the Vikings really have been through more of this season. And if you're going to line up the two schedules, right, I might be flipping my pick here. If if you're if you're lining up the two schedules, right, the wins that the Vikings have, e- even just against the Bills, right, we'll, we'll, we won't count any of it. Even just against the Bills is ten times more than any win that the Eagles have had. The, the, the Eagles' two most impressive wins so far this year are beating Cooper Rush and the Cowboys and beating Kirk Cousins in prime time, right? Th- those are the two most impressive, and I feel like Cousins has evolved a little bit since then. And that win against the Bills was so awesome, man. The strength of schedule so awesome. matters now to you, Bobby, huh? <laughs> no, it, 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 it I've does. I've only been banging arg- this fucking drum for it like, when it feels like an eternity. The Eagles. Yeah, I I've mean, been saying this about the Eagles for weeks, and you keep fucking dismissing me. I've, I, I've been saying that the Chiefs should be fucking number one in the power rankings for I didn't weeks. I want to put them number the one, bro. I and now you're pulling this fucking card um, out of your back pocket? No, no, no. no. This so, is, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So can I? You do live in Los Angeles. I. It's mandatory out there, isn't it? <laughs> Bobby's like, you know, something we should be thinking about is the strength of schedule. schedule Philadelphia yeah. um, are, are you, is this gaslighting? Are you gaslighting me right now? Bit, yeah. <laughs> I was. Um, <laughs> can I just talk about the, uh, can we rewind? That version of Josh Allen that we saw this past week and that we've seen in a couple games so far this year was the version of Josh Allen that we saw throw a lateral behind his head three years ago. You know what I mean? This, this isn't 
the Josh Allen that we were used to the past two years ago. He's definitely playing hard. But anyway, what I think the conclusion we've all come to, uh, and Ray, I'll have you uh, tee us off on this. Whoever comes out of the NFC as of right now, in this fun hypothetical we do where we send everybody to the championship game, then to the Super Bowl, whoever comes out of the NFC is getting waxed by the Chiefs, right? Like, that's just the situation Mm -hmm. we're in. Yes. And I, I think, especially if it's Philly, you know, I mean, they're having that. the first half there, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stay, stay soon, right? No, I, 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 I do, I do think, especially if it's Philly, like, if, it, if it's the Andy Reid Bowl, I think that he's, oh, yeah, that would be fun, actually. I, I think he's going to put something serious on them that we have not seen. I would love to see that before too. because for all the times, oh, you made it to five straight NFC championship game. You couldn't do much here. You know, you had McNabb, you had James Thrash, you had Todd Pinkston, you know, you James had James Smith. Bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, you, 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 you had Westbrook. Jason Avant. Wait, yeah, Jason Avant. You had an older Dorsey Levins, you know, that, that, that one was for Joe there. You know? <laughs> you know, you had all That's these guys. That's that a good drop. Uh, yeah, it was a good, yeah, you know, that, that was just, just for you, big fella. But yeah, it's like you had all these guys here and, and couldn't get it done. And, you know, for, for the first four or five years of his career in Kansas City, they were the Eagles of the AFC because they had a lot of guys through there. You know, obviously Dwayne Bowe and Jamal Charles and, you know, now it's Davis. Like, they had a lot of guys come through there and they just couldn't get over the hump mainly because that team in, in, at Foxborough was still beating them when they fixed them in the playoffs. But, yeah, now they have the guy. And, you know, Andy Reid's no longer a guy. He is the guy at the head coaching position. And, yeah, they're, they're going to smack whoever. Yeah. Well, I think I think as much as many things change on this power ranking show every week, one thing remains the same, and that's what nobody believes in the Philadelphia Eagles. It's become the unofficial tagline of this show, and uh, it's finally been proven right. I don't want to overreact to them losing one game. By the way, I don't no. think that's like that's that's what we're saying here. I think what we're saying is uh, the Eagles are who we thought they were, and uh, I'll, I'll leave that I'll leave that on everybody's minds as we take you into next week. Join us next week on the power rankings where. Uh, we'll go in depth on the seven new teams that are that are going to be in it from this week, and we declare the uh, we declare the Kansas City Chiefs the Super Bowl winners. And thank you so much for listening. For myself, DK Sizzle, Broadway Joe Malkin, Hollywood Ray Sean Buchanan, the real BK Bob Kelly. This has been missing the point. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there.
Electricast. Electricast. 